Hello, and welcome to Narrative for this special edition. It will be one of those moments you'll remember for as long as you live. A former president booked in a federal courthouse, released on $200,000 bail, and photographed for a mugshot that will likely ricochet around the world. Outside the courthouse, he'll be greeted by throngs of adoring supporters. Once the most powerful man in the world, now an alleged criminal. A massive right-wing media echo chamber, which transformed the reality show star into the 45th president, will be hard at work, transforming him into a symbol for the oppressed and the downtrodden, a martyr for the cause. Trump's sole television interview won't be on Fox News after that billion-dollar lawsuit, but it will be with Tucker Carlson, now on Elon Musk's right-wing Twitter network, a play likely conjured up by Musk and Rupert Murdoch on the sidelines of the World Cup in Qatar. If you're looking for the historical rhyming couplets in these events, you might consider Munich exactly 100 years ago. And I'll explain more about that in a minute. But first, a reminder that Narrative is an independent news source. It's funded by you, the viewers. Since 2016, our investigations have changed the narrative over and over again. We've derailed Trump's plans more times than we can count. And we're back for a fifth year because of Trump's possible we say possible, return to the White House. And as we approach the new season, we need your support. Please join us on Patreon or YouTube at the suggested rate of $10 a month and help create our independent content with us. Save democracy and also gain access to premium content you cannot get anywhere else. The new season of Narrative begins on September 7th. I hope I'll see you there. Now, let's get back to the news. Tomorrow, Donald Trump will report to the Fulton County Courthouse, where he'll be booked by the local clerk, his mugshot will be taken, and he'll be released on $200,000 bail. He'll be joined by as many as 18 co-defendants, as outlined by District Attorney Farney Willis. Trump's 18 co-accused must also surrender by Friday or face imprisonment. The Trump 19 must answer to 41 charges, ranging from fraud to racketeering. If you're wondering what makes this appearance different from his three other indictments, you're asking the right question. In Georgia, more than anywhere else, Trump intends to create a spectacle and is relishing the attention. His supporters are planning a significant protest for the courthouse steps. Just a few weeks ago, he posted on Truth Social that he needed the Georgia indictment to win the next election. It's counterintuitive, of course, but an indictment, particularly this one in Georgia, actually helps Trump build a witch hunt narrative. Unlike the focused and surgical charges handed down by special counsel Jack Smith, the sprawling Georgia case indicts Trump's whole crew. It's an excellent piece of legal writing, but it's fraught with risk. And the timing, well, it just seems too deliberate to be coincidental. The televised trial will likely begin in March 2024 and peak in late summer, early fall. That means it'll be commandeering the public attention in the last six months of the election campaign. With 19 defendants, it'll be messy and drawn out. And because some of the defendants are paid for by Trump's PAC, as a cohort, the co-defendants can control the timeline with any number of coordinated objections, appeals, and delays. This circus during the election would be bad for any democracy. But considering the very notion of democracy is at stake in next November's election, the consequences for this circus are quite severe. This election should be about rebuilding America, and instead, it'll be a referendum about Trump's persecution. And we can already see it in the polling. Joe Biden's agenda 
drowns in Trump's hysteria. This is not a battle between truth and fiction. It's a battle for control of the narrative. It's troubling that the chief organizers of 2020, Roger Stone, Alex Jones, Michael Flynn, and Steve Bannon, weren't indicted by Farney Willis. Of course, they may have flipped and are helping the prosecution, but the more likely scenario is that they've cooperated just enough to set up the Georgia case as the case which could crescendo into a spectacular October surprise, the very stunt that Roger Stone and company are known for engineering. And let's not forget how big the stakes are. Trump is an autocrat, intent on destroying democracy, and with it the ruling order that has governed the world since the Second World War. And he's not the only wannabe autocrat in history to ride his way into power on the back of a failed coup and a high-profile conviction. Ten years before he was elected Chancellor of Germany, Adolf Hitler attempted a coup that led to his arrest and conviction on treason charges. The failed coup attempt is known as the Beer Hall Putsch. On November 8, 1923, Hitler and around 600 armed supporters violently interrupted a political meeting in a beer hall in Munich. Hitler declared a revolution, seeking to overthrow the Bavarian state government and march on Berlin. The Bavarian police stopped the Nazis on that day, leading to a deadly shootout that killed 20 people. Just two days later, Hitler was arrested and charged with treason. At his trial, he used the courtroom as a platform to broadcast his nationalist ideas to the German public. He was sentenced to five years in prison, but he only served nine months at Landsberg Prison. Though the putsch failed, it gained Hitler and his fledgling Nazi party an event on which to gain broad national support, enough to win the elections in 1933 and achieve siege control of the German democracy, turning it into a dictatorship. The putsch and the trial which followed are important steps on Hitler's path to absolute power over Germany. And now, a century later, we face a similar mix of aspirational dictator, a failed coup plot, a nationally broadcast trial, and the possible transformation of an outlaw political figure into the dictator of a world superpower, with all that may entail, including genocide and world wars. This is an emergency for democracy, and there is no easy way to fight the tide. History certainly provides us with the lessons, but we still have the chance to write our futures if we learn them. In this environment, when even the incumbent is the underdog, it'll take every possible vote to defeat the dictatorship next November. Tomorrow, when history unfolds, when the spectacle appears before you, it'll be a moment you'll remember for a lifetime. News anchors will fall over themselves to provide the most profound coverage of this moment. But keep a mental note of the events of Munich in 1923 as they do that. Don't get swept up in Trump's court cases. The cases matter, but freedom is at stake. And that is what we need to defend. Every minute of Narrative's reporting, every story that we break is made possible by our patrons. You too can become a patron by joining at patreon.com forward slash narrative. Narrative, where truth lives.